Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Pebbles and Bam Bam had a band. They had a song that they would sing. What was that song? I think it was like Let the Sun Shine In. Wouldn't they sing that? Let the sun shine in. I don't even know. With the grin. Maybe this is why you hate the cartoons, because you watched the Flintstones and thought that was representative Open of cartoons. Open up your heart and let the sun I got shine. A, I got a hot take for you. Flintstones sucked. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big program today. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. You're back in it. I have a, a story for you. Do you? That I've Yes, I've purposely not told you this story yet. Oh. I, 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 we talked a little bit about your, uh, your time off. It I was did not cut hear... short, went to Disney last week, mm-hmm. had the Harry Kane down there. So <laughs> The Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Sure. So we cut the trip short, but... I did manage two days down at Disney, one at Epcot, one at the Magic Kingdom, and uh, I almost got arrested at the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> what? You want this I, now, you, or I mean, I don't, I don't know that I can wait much longer to find out because we, you came in the office today four hours ago. We talked. I know. I purpose, about a lot of things. I purposely did not tell you this no, story. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I ready. want your honest reaction okay, to I this. Okay, I need to hear it. I need to hear it. Well, hold, let me set up the show first. Okay, set up you. the show, and then we'll, we'll get into you getting arrested. Uh, three o'clock hour, we talk about me getting arrested, almost. We talk about Buckeyes and college football. Four o'clock hour, brownies, NFL things. Five o'clock hour, a little mix of everything. And at 5.34, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. I'm all excited right. about all that. Now, how did you almost get arrested in the Magic Kingdom? All right, first of all, if Timmy Hall were in this situation, he would have been arrested. Okay. He would have been arrested this. and jailed for a significant period of time. So what you're saying is uh, whatever is about to unfold here is something where Tim would not have been able to contain himself. You did contain yourself. So it enough. all went down on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Okay. Are you familiar with this ride? You're on a boat. Through, right, and they have... Yes. Yo-ho, they're singing that's animatronic where, figures. That's where the movie came out of, was sure. this ride. Yes. So you're on a boat. On this boat, there are, I think, three or four rows of seats per okay. boat. Sure. And they usually take one family per row. Makes sense. So we, we're there. There's people in front of us, and there's people behind us. We're in the middle of this boat. Okay. So we've waited. By the way... We went to Disney World at this time because I'd been there in November before, and it was empty, and it was beautiful. This was the most crowded I've ever experienced at Disney World. So you're waiting long lines yeah, 
for right. these rides. So we waited 45 minutes in this Pirates of the Caribbean ride. 45 minutes, right? That's a long time. Well, I mean, wait 45 minutes, and you, know, you finally get up there, and it's like you've been chosen. It's like, here we go. This is it. This is this two minute thing is going to be worth the 45 minutes. We were right. just waiting in line. So we get in this boat. The woman and her group behind us. You know, the, the ride is loud. Yes. Right? I mean, there's yes. cannons firing, there's songs being sung. This woman was not going to be stopped with her conversation really? for the entire ride. And it was the most ridiculous, just screaming this conversation about her husband's fantasy football team and about how she's buying advent calendars on eBay and how she doesn't like red wine. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was comical. So this is a thing that I've noticed at sporting events that happens, and it I'm sure happens in all walks of life. It seems like sometimes when someone is maybe a little on edge or nervous or whatever, they feel the need to like have any conversation just to fill the silence as opposed to just letting the thing happen, right? Where but you're, like on, in this case, you're, you're on, on this attraction. Ride. Have the 45 minutes of talking in the line. Yes, you've waited 45 minutes to get to this point. I've got shut a five-year-old next to me who's right. never seen any of this before. Yeah, just be quiet for two minutes, watch the ride. But instead, and get back and she's be done. talking about advent calendars on eBay. Yeah. And my daughter's looking at me like, what, is this part of the ride? I said, no, this is just a loudmouth beehole behind us. <laughs> and I thought at some point she would just shut up as the ride went on. Mm. Never shut up, right? Mm. So I got this dirty look on my face, but you know me. I'm you, not, don't, you don't want the conflict. I don't want the conflict. I come in here every single day. I have a microphone in front of my face. That helps me get out my rage. But in everyday life, I don't want to get into uncomfortable situations with people. Mm. It's not worth it to me. So instead, I just sit there and I seethe. Yeah, I get it. And you and you bake in that. You, yes, you, I'm giving you my wife dirty looks. In it. And, yes. You know, I'm enjoying none of this. And this woman just will not shut up. The entire ride will not shut up loud. So the ride ends. I get off the ride. Kristen shoots me a look like, don't say anything. And I'm not going to say anything. Right. There's no point. Yeah. What am I, what am I going to do? It's over. Clearly, this woman has no self-awareness in her life whatsoever. So me saying something is not going to fix that. Mm-hmm. All right. She's a 40 something year old woman who doesn't understand other people's personal boundaries. The guy in front of me in the boat mm-hmm. did not have the same philosophy oh, no. as me. Oh, no. So the ride stops, and he starts screaming at this woman. Why can't you shut your mouth oh. so that we can enjoy the ride? I'm, all right. I want to tell you right I'm now. I'm stuck in the middle listen. of this boat. We have not gotten out of the boat yet. I don't even know what is about to happen beyond this point, but I'm not at Disney World with you when this happened. I'm listening to you say it. When you said that guy turned around and said whatever he said to her, my BH is all clenched now. We're like still I'm 100%. In, I'm trapped in the boat I'm because we're, we're, and I'm lined up. we're lined up trying to exit. Oh, no. Right? So I got no. nowhere to go. No, you're you're stuck now. I'm you're stuck. in the argument. You're I'm not even it. wanting to be well, in the then, argument. And then she starts yelling at him, why don't you mind your own business? It is my business. Oh. You ruined my ride. Blah, oh. blah, blah. And so he starts looking at me and he says, you back me up. No. Because I'm in the middle. No. Right? No. I'm in the middle. He saw me shooting dirty looks to my wife, so he thinks I'm on his side, which I am, but I don't want to get involved in this. You have a I'm long history. I'm pissed off, but I want to move on. You're a, you have a long history of neutrality, much like Switzerland.
I mean, I'm upset, but what am I going to do about it? Nothing. Right, nothing. And I just sort of said, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, I, right. and I, and I'm stuck do? in the middle, and they're F-U-ing each other. Oh, gosh. On the ride. Oh. Other people on the right, like, like the staff is coming over saying, can you please quiet down? At one point, both of them stand up oh. in the boat. No. So I'm still sitting. Oh, my God. five-year-old's looking around yeah. with my wife saying, what? What is going on? What yes, is happening? Of course. I'm still sitting. They're screaming at each other over my head. Ugh. I stand up to try and defuse the situation. Oh, gosh. Okay? And, oh, somehow, this is so bad. Somehow in this, the woman starts screaming at me. Why? Even though, because I'm there. Because you I, stood up. Because I'm, I'm there Maybe? and I stood up and I'm trying to quiet them both down because we're making a scene. Not only have we ruined all of our experience in this boat. Yes. Now we're making a scene for everybody else. Right. God. So I'm, I'm trying to quiet people down. She shoves me. What? Because she can't shove him. She can't get to him. She shoves me. This uh. woman. This is frustrating. And this then, is terrible. This is so bad. Kristen stands up then. Oh, no. No, Kristen, please well, because don't. Because this woman shoved I, me. Well, no, I get it. And but- she said, take your hands off my husband. Right. All of a sudden then, oh. like the Disney police come oh. to this. Oh, they have Disney police? Well, they have the regular staff, right? And then when the staff doesn't know what to do in the situation, they call like Disney mall cop guy. I like to picture that it's like Pooh and Tigger. Just like Tigger I just wish comes it was. bouncing I would put my face in the jar of honey. <laughs> so then They just throw the honey on you and bees attack you. That's Paul what they Blart do. Paul Blart Disney comes up. Yeah, on his Segway. To try and uh, defuse the situation. They're both still yelling at each other. And I looked at the guy and said, I am just... I am in the middle row here and I just want to get the hell out of here. Right. I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with any of this. But then they had to like question all of us. Oh God. Oh. So I had to, I had to say what happened and this is what happened. And then finally we were allowed to leave, but I thought they were going to put me in Disney jail. Allowed to leave. Why? Why can't you? Cause they got the stories. They yes, realized that we didn't do anything. Just leave? Just, I don't, I refuse to participate. Don't you have that? You can plead the I, fifth. I don't know. I, they, you can plead the fifth they in a real court. They, they could also just throw me out of the park. In Disney jail, they could just no plead the fifth? I didn't want to get thrown out of the park. Oh, you're right. So I'm cooperating. I didn't think of that. private property, of yes, course. Yes, of course. I'm cooperating. They're operating under their own system over there. I'm telling you right now, if Timmy Hall were involved oh. in this, he would be arrested for murder right now. <laughs> I could see Timmy murdering the guy. I'm surprised you oh, didn't yeah, no, murder yes. the guy. Where the guy is like standing up and you're like, everyone here feels the same way, dude. As much as I'm sure the person behind you who is being annoying and loud. Oh, I hated her. That's Sure. I still every, do. I everyone hate her. probably hated her, How right? She falls down today. But also everyone probably also was like, let's just not do this. Let's part ways with this person because you were you were seconds away from deleting that person from your life forever. Yeah. You will never see that person again. You may... Never run into them again in the whole course of human history. But that guy standing up means now you have a longer interaction. And I I would be more mad at the guy. Like, as much as you're annoyed with the person behind you, I'd be furious with that guy. Like, we were almost out of this hellscape that we stuck in for the last two minutes. Please let us exit it and be done. Instead, he prolonged it. Well, that wasn't the only thing, too. What do you mean that, that was, was a, the only thing? It was a thing. bad day. I, had an, I was sucked into another situation. I am... 
I wow. was ne- there was a okay. hit and, there was a hit and run at what? the Magic Kingdom. What? Well, it wasn't a hit and run. It was a just a hit, and then <laughs> and then yelling. Oh boy! All right. I'll well, see, you know what? I'll part, save that too for the four o'clock hour. Oh my! How gosh. about that? What are we doing? I'll save that for the four o'clock Tune hour. Tune in next time to see if the Dukes of Hazard can get out of this pickle. And you wonder why I am the way I am? No, I because I'm in these situations. I said this last week. I said no doubt. At Disney, at Disney World, there is a chance that Mike is running into whatever the equivalent is there of the woman with the meat snacks under the wig. Yes. At the movie theater. And I, I don't know. It's an aura. There's just some sort of aura that surrounds me that attracts these people. And somehow it, it, it gets, I don't even know what it is. Why does, does that guy stand up and do that if you're not there? If you're not there, maybe that guy's just, maybe he's the one doing your thing. Well, going, he thought he, I was on his side, which I was. Yes. But I didn't want to get into a rumble about it. Right. You just wanted to leave yes. and then talk leave about it. and curse her behind, forever. Yes, right. Exactly. All right. So part two of this. That's four o'clock hour. Disney World extravaganza. Buckeyes beat Indiana. We'll chat about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. Delays expected on I-70 eastbound on the west side between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan on some delays in that area. And south side, you find I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Feast for less this Thanksgiving with Meyer. Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound with your additional $25 purchase. Limit one, shop all your favorite sides, pies, ice cream, and so much more to fill your family table at Meyer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right, happy Monday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, part two of my Disney adventure. (laughs) By the way, uh, we had already Brandon tweeted in and said, people are going to have a field day on Tool of the Week and Would You Rather with your Disney Jail story. And Yeah. I didn't actually are. go to Disney Jail. No, but you were, you were but right. I thought you were I was going. the line, man. You were right there. Could have been close. I was just minding my own business. Got into an argument. But some, I, an argument I happened sucked, around you. I was That's sucked what I mean. into the argument. That's what I mean. An argument happened on either side of you and you were just stuck in the middle. Buckeyes beat Indiana 56 to 14. Uh, you know, offense got back on track. You had that super windy day at Northwestern. Still, you'd think you could just line up and run the football to death, but they couldn't really do that. But we saw a passing game get back on track. And I want to get your take on that. Maybe this is too hot takey. Okay. Maybe I should call my friend Dan Orlovsky <laughs> with this uh, hot he's, take. He's very measured and reasonable in all things. But, you know, we're talking about C.J. Stroud, and rightfully so. Had five touchdowns in this game. Uh, He will be in New York for the Heisman ceremony. Probably at this point, the front runner, right? Yeah, I mean, according to all the gambling websites, he is. And I would think he still has the inside track as of right now. All right. Maybe this is too hot. But 
I feel like he's the second best player on this team. Oh, I, dude, I, if you weren't going to say this, I was planning on bringing this up that I have witnessed one of the greatest players to ever. I was at the game. I saw that catch. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player on this team. He's one of the best players I've ever seen he in Ohio is, State. Right. He is the best receiver in college football. He is the best player on this team. C.J. Stroud is a very good quarterback, and he may make a lot of money on Sundays in this league. You know, And everybody talks about his preparation and, and how good of a teammate he is. All of that is fantastic, and he's made some terrific throws. Marvin Harrison Jr. is perhaps one of the most special talents I've ever seen wear scarlet and gray. That is not an understatement. Well, and I an don't, overstatement, I should I, say. I think that I don't think you're saying this, but just to clarify this, I don't think anyone here is trying to say CJ Stroud is bad no, or overrated. I'm not saying none that. of that. The the problem is, unfortunately, in the way college football or the way football in general is evaluated these days, is is your team good? Great. Why is that? Because they have a great quarterback. End of discussion of Come why to your New team York, is great. The right. end. Right. And it's like in the Heisman ceremony, CJ Stroud is going to be the guy that's the finalist from this team, and he is going to be the one that gets to go there. But make no doubt about it. Like you you have truly a special player in Marvin Harrison Jr. that that is unlike many Buckeyes we've ever seen play here. That catch he made, which I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, along the sidelines where he got the foot down. So we were sitting, my buddy Steve got me tickets, invited me to the game. He has season tickets. He invited me, and I am eternally grateful he invited me because I got to witness this in person. I will never forget this catch. But that catch he made along the sideline, we were sitting in the closed end of the shoe, and I'm watching it in real time. It was coming towards us. And I saw the catch, and I saw what looked like his left foot go down out of bounds, and I saw maybe he barely got his right foot in. And I thought, no way, that's a catch. And then the referee immediately standing right there looking at it, had his eyes glued to it, calls it a catch and awards. And I'm like, what the how? How? They're going to review this. They're going to overturn that. That sucks. I can't believe that guy missed this catch. And then they showed the replay in the stadium. And it is unlike, Mike, many of the times I can recall. I Very few times I can recall being at a live sporting event where the entire place it was like we all suddenly understood physics. We were like, oh, I get it. Okay. Like like something eternally un- not understandable had just been revealed to the entire stadium. Everyone goes, oh, wow. And then everyone is like, holy bleep. I can't believe what I just saw. And everyone started cheering this delayed, weird, stunned cheer. Unlike many times I've ever been there. Just just an amazing catch that he made. The awareness, the the balance. How do you get your foot in? I, I don't do you know. Even, how are you I flexible enough to do that? It's, it's incredible. It's one of those things where, you know, you and I have discussed this before, where the old line is, and it's a stupid line. I know why we say it, but it's stupid. If you work hard enough, you can achieve anything you want. Right. right. It's stupid. Right. You can't. All right. You can go out there. You can have the same measurables as Marvin Harrison Jr. You can have the same pedigree as Marvin Harrison Jr. with father in the Hall of Fame. You can go out with the jugs machine every damn day. That awareness that he has, the ability to know where he is at all times on the field. I'm sorry. That's inborn. Well, it's there's nothing you can do to practice that beyond that. It's also just. Some no matter what amount of work you do in life, there are just some people who are incredible and who are gifted beyond anything that you can work to achieve. Right in this case, in in playing football, in and he has put in, I'm sure, as much hard work or more than anyone. Right, a lot of people talk about his work rate too and how great he is. 
He obviously had a, a great dad who can give him all kinds of advice. They discuss this. They break down film. He's not good by accident, right? He put in tons of work to not waste the potential that he has. But you're right. Like some people just start with a, a higher floor of what is inside of them. Like that is intuitive. I think that's the way I would describe that play. That's intuitive. No other way to describe it, but it's just unbelievable what he was able to do there. And that's not, it's not like he had that one catch and then everything else just was kind of meh. Like he has put together an all time type of season for this team. Oh, and and when you factor in that everybody on the defense knows that he's going to get the ball. Yes. And they can't stop him. No. Look, Jackson Smith and Jigba had a fantastic season last year. Right? Right. Fantastic year. But you also had other big-time threats on that field for most of the season. You had some injuries sprinkled in there with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. But those guys were very good players. The defense had to account for them at all times. In the room. All right, Buckeyes are getting ready for Maryland this week. They are looking at one guy. They are looking at Marvin Harrison Jr. They're saying, how do we stop this guy? Guess what? You can't. They won't. He's guaranteed going to beat you next week. Guaranteed. I, you, you can game plan all you want. He is that good. And dude, this is the other thing too. Like, right. I, I don't even know what you're, what we're supposed to do with this information, but it should be noted that if he were eligible to come out this year, Oh, first top, round pick top five pick top, top 10, 10 pick, pick at minimum. No question about it. Like that. This, no question about it. So, I mean, and, and who knows? I, I just, I have, very rarely have I been this stunned by a live performance in front of me. And it that that catch was certainly it, but he's just he's just a tremendous player. We've watched all these games of him this year just continually showing up and playing great. He's almost at a thousand yards. We're ten games into the season. He's got nine hundred and sixty plus yards receiving and eleven touchdowns. Is that is that all right? Will that will that work for anyone? That is and that's on a offense, by the way, that has not I know what you're saying about Chris Olave, first rounder, Garrett Wilson, first rounder. Emeka Buka is a really good receiver. He he may eventually end up being you know a first round type of talent, right? I mean, you you have guys on this team who are good, but they're not they're not at the level that he is in this regard. He is one Nobody of the is in he's college one of the football. Best, he's one of the best college football players I've ever seen. But yeah, that performance was was certainly something. All right, Buckeyes beat Indiana. More conversation about the game. Plus, new polls are out. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on Morse Road west of Cleveland Avenue. An accident in that area causing some delays. Please use caution as things get cleaned up. You're also going to find some slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Nearly a quarter of Ohio's fatal crashes involve a driver under 25. Join Vision Zero Columbus and help reduce fatal crashes on Columbus streets because everyone deserves to make it where they're going. Drive safe, walk safe, bike safe. Learn more at Columbus.gov slash Vision Zero. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it's Buckeye Roundtable. 
from 6 to 8. Paul Keels, Jim Lachey, Skip Mossick. Then it's Monday Night Football here on The Fan. The Washington Commanders in Philadelphia for the Eagles. Coverage starts at 8. New AP poll is out. Of course, the playoff rankings come out tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Georgia stays at number 1. Buckeyes 2. Michigan 3. TCU 4. Tennessee 5. That all stays the same. LSU is up a spot to 6. USC up a spot to 7. Alabama up 2 spots to 8. Clemson up 3 spots to 9. And Utah is up 3 spots to 10. Penn State is at number 11. Up 3 spots. And that is it for the Big Ten. Which, I mean, that sounds about right. You've <laughs> you've got three teams that are usually in the top ten, and everybody else is just varying levels of poo this year. Yeah, so. nobody's getting screwed. No, no, no. Right. no. Illinois was in the driver's seat, and now they've pooed all over themselves. Well, right. I mean, we, we can all take a look at it and say, well, is LSU that good? Do they deserve to be ranked that high? I don't. I don't particularly feel so. When you lose to Florida State to start off the season and get destroyed by Tennessee, but they have put together a resume that looks impressive because the committee thinks everybody in the SEC is good. So when you beat Ole Miss and they're ranked top 10, when you beat Alabama and they're ranked top 10, they're eventually going to say, well, this team must be top 10 because they keep beating these teams that are in the top 10. I can't argue with the logic. If you think Alabama is that good, if you think Tennessee's that good, even though they lost to them, right? If you think Ole Miss is any good, although they... We saw a little bit more from them this week. The point I'm making is, if you think the SEC is just better than everyone as your baseline premise, that explains why all these teams are up there, and that's why you don't see a lot of teams from the Big Ten. And I'm not angry about it. I'm not angry saying that there should be some other teams no, from the Big Ten that are up there. To be there. Right. Penn State's the only other team that has a case to be maybe a little bit higher, but they are up to 11. But whatever, man. I mean, that's just the way it goes. We know that. And if you want to, if you want that to change, start beating the SEC in the playoffs. That's the only way for that to change. Buckeyes beat Indiana fifty-six to fourteen. We talked about Marvin Harrison Jr. and how we both feel he's the best player on this team. He's a freak of nature. Um, Mayan Williams. I've been high on him all season long. So have you. Yeah. You know, we said a few weeks ago that he was the best running back on this team. He exits this game with an injury, and at the time, it looks scary. We have no updates on this other than what they tell us after the game, because Ryan Day has told us he's not giving any injury updates ever anymore, which it it pisses me off because we're in this era now, and you can say we've been here for a long time, but now we're in this era where Coverage is at an all-time high. These guys can independently represent themselves and make some money, as they should. You and I both champion that. Right. we got 24-hour news cycles on everything. We know what type of bowel movements five-star recruits have in high school. But it's somehow still out of bounds to know what someone's injury is and a timetable for said injury. Right. And I I don't get that. I don't know why we're here in 2022. Well, and sometimes it feels like that. I mean, a lot of times schools will either out and out say this or they'll hint at it that it's like, well, you know, we got it's a student. They're students. It's privacy. It's you know, we don't have to disclose anything because it's a private matter and they are technically students. And it's like, right, right. I understand all that. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not here to say that student athletes should have to give more of themselves than they already do. 
I'm glad they're getting paid. If they want to keep all that stuff private, that's up to them. I'm not talking about speaking to someone's psychiatrist here. No, no, no. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. My point is, though, I don't feel like, and I'm not saying this about Ryan Day, I'm saying this about college football in general, the machine of college football from the school side loves to have that duality of we can make millions of dollars off these guys. Yes, now some of them are getting paid, and that's awesome, but we can still make far more than they're able to take. We're going to make all that money off of them, but remember, they're just little tiny students who just have so much tough things that go on and you can't talk about like i i don't like how the school treats them like a business product 99 percent of the time and then when it's like oh hey can you tell us if that guy's gonna play or not this weekend it's like no no no. that's uh he's a student it's private it's like well yeah but that's not that's self-serving a lot of these coaches don't want to tell you that not because they're concerned about a guy's privacy they don't want to be they bothered they don't no, want to answer the questions they don't want the other team to know they don't want that Bill Belichick doesn't like the other team to know either, but the NFL has an agreement that you have to do this from the other owners that say this is something that is fair play. You have to disclose injuries. And he is has Bill Belichick not tried to get around that dozens of times, and he always gets called out on it. And sometimes he gets punished for it, very rarely. But the point being, no football coach wants to tell you who's injured and who's not on their team. It's a strategic advantage if no one knows who's playing or who's not. That's why in hockey, even they have. I have the same upper problem. Body in injury and lower it body crazy. injury, and then they sell, then they uh, sell rights to casinos and <laughs> right. yeah. gamble on our thing. Why, why is this person injured? Undisclosed. Well, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. Well, I and, and so that's what is the reality with college football. That's why they can get away with it more than anyone else. I know. It's because I get it. these are student athletes. But it pisses me off. But I, I agree with you that it should be frustrating, not because I necessarily need to know what's going on with Mayan Williams' ankle or whatever, but because you tell me to care, and then right when I start to care, you're like, oh, access denied. You can't know that. That's private. He's a student. What's wrong with you? And it's like, I'm not, I don't want to know his GPA. I don't need to know anything else about him. I'm asking, is this dude that I like watching play football, is he going to play football this weekend or not? And they're not doing that to protect these guys. They're doing it because it provides a strategic advantage, they think, you're, you're against exactly the competition. Right. It's care about us, care about us, look how awesome we are. We're your scarlet. It's scarlet out. Yes. Right? right. Do all these things for us. Create an atmosphere for us. Hey, do we have any running backs on this team? We can't tell you that. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. All right. So, Mayan Williams, he goes off. He can't put any weight on this thing. That looked bad in, and the, I'm, in well, the moment. He can't put any weight on it. I'm thinking to myself, well, he, this is broken. This is broken. It looked like he had somebody there trying to support yes. the foot. Yes, right. So it's not going to just fall off. They put him on the cart. He's doing OHIO on the cart and waving at people, which to me, in his mind is, well, I know I'm done for the season. I know I'm out. So I'm at least going to wave at some people. It looked terrible. Then after the game, he comes out and says, yeah, I'm good. And Ryan Day says it doesn't look like it's long term. What, what? Okay. Did you get X-rays I mean, at the thing? Like, tell I, me. I'm thrilled if that's the case. But yeah, I'm with you, man. You're going to have to excuse us, Buckeye fans, if when someone says, "Oh yeah, not a big deal," should be right back on the field this season, in particularly. That that might be tough for some of us to believe because that's been the news with Jackson Smith and Jigba for how long, right? And then we had to hear from Dad that it's like, no, actually, he may not be back till earliest the Michigan game. Uh, oh well, with the running backs too, with Travion Henderson, where he's good, he's practicing. Oh, he's got a boot on. Yeah, but he's, he's not <laughs> oh, playing. Okay, well, okay. Well, what happened in two days? Now I will say, I know it's Indiana. I know they're not great. Dallin Hayden came in 
and played well. And he, limp, had, he limped off during well, they, that game, too. You're right. That's yeah. why I'm saying, like, do you have anyone who can run the ball? Are we not concerned about this at all? Chip Trainum, step right up, right? That's the guy, that the linebacker that we had that transferred in from Arizona State. Well, let me back up. Was a running back at Arizona State, played linebacker, running back in high school, then comes here as a linebacker to try to get on the field, and then now may need to be a running back again. So I'm just tired of hearing everything's fine. Everything's always fine every week. Oh, they're working. Yeah, maybe. Hey, we'll see. Everything's fine. We'll tune into the Michigan game. Who's the starting running back? Steel Chambers. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, another converted running we, back. We yeah. shouldn't have any answers here. We don't have any questions. Right. By, by the way, we have not talked about one aspect of the running game, which has suddenly flourished and become a thing. And that what, would be CJ? your starting quarterback. Is Go actually, figure. Yeah, he's running the football now. And, and I, dude... That I was again in the stadium, got to see it with my own eyes. I see him run to the sideline. I see an Indiana player coming at him. He lowers his shoulder and I see a body go sprawling. And I go, uh oh, that's your starting quarterback probably. And then I looked again and I'm like, nope, that was actually the Indiana dude who was yeah. laying in a heap as CJ just trucked him. <laughs> okay, this is good to see. All right, more college football conversation. Plus, the Jackets news goes from bad to worse. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing slowdowns on Morse Road west of Cleveland Avenue. Plan on some backups as things got clear. You'll also find a crash on Cosgrave Road at Rings Road, causing delays there as well. Please be advised about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with a free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. It is Reaction Monday. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. And part two of my Disney World extravaganza in the 4 o'clock hour. That has me as excited as anything that we're going to talk about. What a liar. I'm ready for it. What a liar you are. I can't wait. Uh, things going from bad to worse from the Jackets. So we know Zach Wierenski's dead, right? Out for the year. Uh, you know, Voracek's on IR. Blankenberg's dead. All these, Everybody's dead. Everybody's yeah, a lot of, dead. A lot of ouchie on this team right and now. And the team is crap. And the team is crap. Yeah. California, California dream. All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. And now we learn today that Patrick Laine is dead. Well, for three to four weeks with a sprained ankle. Yeah. Dead. This is uh, this is very disheartening for this team. I know that there is the other side of, yes, but if you are the worst team, you have the best odds to possibly end up with Connor Bedard or oh, this right. draft is loaded with talent. I'm so tired of being the worst team. I know. So I know. Tired of it. Like, I'm, oh, Brightside, Eric Bedard, whatever his name is. <laughs> hey! 
<laughs> he was a starter for the Orioles. That's right. Now yeah, he's the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Connor Bedard. Sure. All I know is, uh, and I, don't, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You can't. I, I've seen some people like, what's their, is it their training? I don't know. Is your training somehow like your, your physical fitness have anything to do with you run into the boards and dislocate your shoulder? Like Zacharensky's trying to line somebody up and he missed and he hit the wall really hard and he ended up popping his shoulder out and tearing his labor. I'm just so tired of it. It sucks. It's just bad luck. It's one thing after the other. Yeah. I don't I don't Always. think there's a, my my by the way, my view on that is there's I don't think it's their training is not up to snuff and that's why they all get injured. I don't think that's it. But I don't know. I'm not a physiologist or a kinesiologist. Physiologist? That's not the word. Kinesiologist? Kinesiologist? Who? who? The people who put the tape on you. What? You know what I mean? Hayden knows what I'm talking about. Triple H is over there. People who put the tape on like your shoulder and your elbow. Those people. I thought that, they were just athletic trainers. That's right. That'd be another <laughs> word for know. it. That's another word for it. Sure. Where's Teddy today? Uh, he's just, he took a day off. I don't like that. I mean, I yeah. like Triple H being here. He heard you were coming back and he was like, I, Man, I was get, happy to see him today. I get, and I get in here and nothing. He, he put the day off in on Sunday evening. I don't want to like, see that guy. Oh man, I forgot. He's coming back. Uh, elsewhere in college football, TCU stays undefeated. They beat Texas, despite Texas being favored by what seven and a half in that game. Well, I, now Texas has four losses. By the way, I didn't understand that uh, at the time last week. I know there's a lot of people who doubt that TCU is any good, and and they may that's not the Big be. Twelve sucks, and look, well, I, that's I get fine, it. But big Texas is in the Big Twelve. Did I miss something? Like in this Big no, Twelve that sucks. You're, 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 where TCU is undefeated. They're playing Texas, Texas, who has three losses in the same conference. First of all, they're in the SEC's waiting room. I know, so they're not in the <laughs> Big right. Twelve. That's right. So the rub is already on them. They're just like Fugazi. That they're better than the Big Twelve. Yeah, Who's that's Fugazi? right. Fugazi. Fugazi. Who's Fugazi? Who is How it? do you not know? Like one of the like most preeminent hardcore bands of the eighties that like formed a whole movement of like punk and hardcore. All right, I guess anyway, I, I don't know. go look up Fugazi Waiting Room. Thank me later. All right. It's like I'm okay. sorry. I thought I was talking to someone who appreciated music. I, I, I guess I, I okay. Jeez. All right. My bad. Next time I'll remember that. Let me go back to you know Tony Bennett or whatever talking through his songs. <laughs> why are we'll why are we that. why are we getting Tony Bennett involved? <laughs> the man can't wipe his own ass right now. <laughs> You're making fun of Tony Bennett. I'm not making fun of him now. I'm making fun of the songs that he's saying that you like. The Jackets anyway. are going to call up Tony Bennett for assistance. They probably, they That's probably how desperate could use, they they are. Could use anyone. What they was could, I going to say? Anyway, I was Texas, saying something. Texas bad. Oh, yes. TCU. No, Texas has got the rub on them because they have four losses, but they almost beat Alabama. Right. I, I don't understand that logic any more than I understand that. I mean, I guess the SEC is just so good now. They've made Texas good, even though Texas isn't in their conference and didn't beat the team of theirs that they played. But that somehow was like, yeah, but Texas is almost good. So they were favored by a touchdown over TCU because of that? Quinn Ewers was good for four drives against Alabama, and people were talking about he was the second coming. Right. I. That's what I'm... I am not defending TCU as they are legit top four. They're going to go out and just be able to beat Georgia or Ohio State or any of that. I am saying TCU is undefeated in this conference, which is bad. Their conference is bad. They have had a lot of close games in the conference. I get that. Texas has actually lost these games, some of them, in this conference. TCU has won all of theirs, and yet they walked into that game as an underdog. I just thought that was weird. Doesn't mean that TCU is that good that they're going to beat everybody else on their schedule, but it just warrants mentioning that 
Texas probably shouldn't have been favored in that game. That's yeah, all. No, you're right. And all, all the bitching and moaning, I get it. We get wrapped up in these rankings, playoff committee. You know, they seem like they don't respect TCU. If TCU wins their games, they're in. Of course like they they're are. Not, they're not if keeping they're undefeated, undefeated TCU out of the playoffs. 100% correct. I don't think there's any way like a two-loss LSU team would jump them, right? No, I don't no. see anything like that happening. No. Uh, Oregon suffers their second loss of the season. They lose to Washington, so they're done. I mean, there was that thing with how bad they looked against Georgia in week one. And then since then, they've looked very good. Yeah. Right? And you could argue, well, if that's the only blip they have on the radar, then you could say, well, maybe that was just a weird week one thing and everything else was great Very bad, but Bo Nix throwing touchdown passes all over the place. Yeah, and you thought, well, in that bad conference, who the hell knows? They could run the table. Well, they're not going to. So we've uh, we've eliminated Oregon from any discussion. I feel that they're dead to us now. I feel that's appropriate. I do feel like too. The more you clear out these like one and two loss teams, you're you're giving a chance for whoever comes out as the loser of the OSU Michigan game, if it's close, to still have a chance at the playoffs. Well, I agree with you. I was watching the the Alabama Ole Miss game. And Alabama wins that game. It was one of those rare situations where I'm I'm rooting for Alabama. Oh yeah, right. Because I want Ole Miss to have two losses on their resume. Because I don't want like one loss, plucky Ole Miss. Oh, look what they did. They beat Alabama. They had one loss in the SEC. We got to put Ole Miss in the playoffs. No. I want everybody in the SEC to have two losses. Yeah, and what would benefit you greatly is if Tennessee could they won't, but if they got another loss somewhere, that would be nice. I don't think they will. Um, what's, but, the, what's the rest of their schedule look like? Well, because they're they're at South Carolina and Vandy, at South Carolina at Vandy, sneaky at South no sneaky Vandy no no, no sneaky sneaky Vandy, Vandy. No, they, they, they just beat they beat somebody they just, this week. they just destroyed Missouri by like forty points no they beat somebody this week who they beat you talking about Vandy they beat oh Kentucky. Vandy I thought Kentucky, you were about, right they beat a ranked team sorry I thought you were talking about Tennessee Tennessee did beat Missouri but yeah Vandy you're right okay maybe a little not Vandy. not that sneaky. They're not. They're not that good. Van- they're not that Here's guy. Van- Vanderbilt, by the way, beat Kentucky, a ranked team this week, twenty four twenty one. Here is what Vanderbilt did against Georgia and Alabama this season. Okay, they lost to Georgia fifty five to nothing. Mm-hmm. They lost to Alabama fifty five to three. Wow! So they improved slightly against. Bama is what you're saying. That's good. They got it slightly well, no, better. That game was first. Oh, that was the first. Oh, so was they're, first. They're regressing yeah, then. They're regressing. Okay, but then I they see. beat Kentucky this week. I'm just saying Tennessee's going to have the one loss unless something ridiculous happens with either South Carolina or Vandy because the Georgia thing's already happened and Georgia's going to go to the SEC title game and Tennessee's just going to be sitting there with one loss. That's right. kind of your wild card on that one. NFL time. Brownies coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on Morse Road west of Cleveland Avenue. Traffic is still building in that area, but a five-minute backup. And more slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Strive report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Get a career that is recession-resistant. Rumpke is now hiring new and seasoned diesel mechanics and maintenance technicians. Receive competitive pay, great benefits, and paid vacation time. Join a family-owned and operated company. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. EOE restrictions apply. Only an array with fan traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. So before we get to Browns and NFL, do you want part two of the Disney trip? story. Oh, yes. All right. I'm ready to hear it. Let's so I go. told you in the 3 o'clock hour how I was almost arrested by the Disney police. And for those who missed it, you can always catch it on the podcast. Go subscribe wherever it's you get free. podcasts. Go get it. Yep. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll find it. So, this is the same day in the Magic Kingdom. Now, anybody who's been to Disney World, you know it's it's crowded. Yeah. There's people all around you. There's not a lot of casual strolls by yourself. There's people all around you. So it's busy. Everybody's sort of walking in unison. I am walking. I have my daughter next to me. Christian's on the other side. And on my left side is a 12-year-old girl, 12, 13-year-old girl who is walking with her family. Okay. We're all sort of walking in the same direction, keeping the same pace. All of a sudden... This guy in a scooter, this old guy in a scooter, runs into this 12-year-old girl's heel and ankle. Violent collision. Her heel gets stuck in the wheel of this scooter. Gosh. She buckles over in pain and sort of yells. Right. And I turn around and look at this guy. And this guy's probably in his 60s. He has such an angry look on his face. And he starts yelling at her. He oh. yells at the 12-year-old girl and says, what are you doing? Oh, God. Angrily at her. Oh. And you know me, I don't like to get involved. Right, right. right. But yeah, but it was, it, was, it was natural instinct. I yelled at him and I said, she's walking. What are you doing? Right. And then her dad starts coming over and yeah. yelling at the guy. And the guy is indignant. That he couldn't control the scooter. I said, fine, well, you can't control the scooter. Apologize. Right. What are you yeah, yelling it's at an her accident. for? It's an you, accident. You've hurt this girl. Yeah. You you screwed up, not trying to hurt somebody, but then sort of you take ownership of it and just say, oh, gosh, I can't believe I did that. I'm so sorry. Jeez, I'm an no, idiot. No, his natural instinct to start yelling at her. She's yeah. just walking. She didn't stop all of a sudden. I was walking right next to her. Jeez. So, then- so I'm yelling at the elderly in a scooter. <laughs> No, 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 you were not because because just like any other people group, right? You're yelling at a person who's old. Not every old person is like that guy, right? That one guy just happened to be an idiot and he probably was an idiot when he was 20 and when he's 60 and when he's 100, if he makes it, he'll be an idiot then too. So that was all on the same day. Yelling at people, getting in fights on Pirates of the Caribbean. This is uh, this was quite the trip. And so then and then we had to cut the trip short because the hurricane's coming. (laughs) So I got to book a flight two days early and get the hell out of there because oh. I don't want to sit there. And what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in the room for two days. No, I know. Kill I know. Now. I know. I, I yes. And then you got to try to explain to a five year old. Hey, we can't go outside, even though the park is right there because there's weather happening. 
And that would suck. Yeah, I get it. That's no, she took it like a trooper, though. We we told her we got to cut cut this short. We got to go. And she, you know, said, "I understand. I'm sad, but I understand." Right. So now, it's all she talks about is how much fun she had well, and, and Daddy screaming at the pirates. Because <laughs> she thinks she got scared. Well, yeah, because of you know this woman's yelling at me. She's pushing me. Kristen get is getting upset. So of course. The kid is in the middle of this getting scared. Well, that's the thing is when adults act like that anywhere, it's bad. When you act like that at a place where there's a bunch of kids around, you're now adding into the kid's psyche your own idiocy, right? When these people are fighting and yelling and all that stuff. What was weird just, about it, too, that's so is bad. that, you know, the woman who was, who was just a loud mouth, her whole group, all adults. And the, oh. guy, and the guy in front of me who was all pissed off, all adults. We were oh, the only, only one, one with a kid? We were the only one with a kid on the ride. That's, again, no shame to any of if you. If, you're, if that's your thing, you like going to Disney, that's fine. But I always, I, I saw this going around like a few, I don't know, it was probably last year, people posting and saying like, hey man, Disney is for adults, dude. Stop making me get out of the way because your kid is there. And it's like, whoa, hold on, time out. If you're a Disney adult and you like that and that's your thing and this is how your family or your you know friends or whatever, this is your big thing. I let you live. That's totally, that makes sense. It's a nice place to go. It's supposed to be a let's big not, escape right, from all the but other. Let's not forget the original intention. Right. The intention is for like when you were a kid, you would have been going there for the first time. And that's supposed to be a magical experience. All these other times are fun and cool and neat, but they're not maybe as magical as the first time when a little kid goes. Let's not try to ruin the time that the kids are having. I also, I have the same problem. And again, I have no problem. I like to have a drink here and there myself. You know that. I don't necessarily think the place to get plastered is, is Epcot, World? right? Yeah. Like I get the doing the the. I've had a I've had a couple beers at Epcot. It's nice. You walk around. There's all these different restaurants. There's a different little. It's hot out. Yeah, you refresh yourself. Yes, M- maybe a six year old's first memory of the Magic Kingdom should not be you vomiting in a trash can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just keep that in mind. I'm not judged. Like. Go back to the hotel, go do whatever, or go to the bathroom and puke if you have to. I'm just saying, try to remember where you're getting drunk speaking, in that moment. Speaking of puke, here's... By the way, I, I packed a lot of misery into two days. I bet you did. So one night, we went we went off property for, for dinner. Got the rental car. That is a good Disney term, off property. I like that. Oh, you know what I, I mean. I know what you mean, because I said it too when I was there. It's like, oh, that that's off property. I don't know if I want to so do that. So I you know, pull into the spot of this restaurant and... You know, step out of the car right into fresh vomit. Oh, no. Someone had vomited right there in the parking lot. I step right into fresh vomit. And I told Kristen, I said, I'm never leaving the house again. (laughs) You want to go on vacation? (laughs) Fine. You go on vacation. I'm never leaving the house again. Like, I, I, again, this is the difference between you and me. I had, we had our big family vacation over the summer. We go out to Seattle and, and I ended up staying in a place where I walked out to the, they had a, a, upper the top of the the building had a patio 40th story where i look across on the one side and there's the the uh space needle yeah and i go oh i guess we don't we we have space needle view of puget sound and seattle and all that i look to my left and i can see mount rainier two hours away perfect sunset crystal clear night i'm up on a rooftop patio drinking a beer life is grand 
You go to Disney well, World and you have puke shoes, yes, people screaming at you. You also were on the subway with a grown-ass naked man. Well, that's true. On that's your trip. true. We did end you up... You saw at, a grown man's schlong on your did, vacation. And I didn't even have to pay this time, which was truly a pleasure. But no, I no, you're right. We did go to Seattle and we got on the mass transit. And as we're waiting for the next train to come by, there was just a dude wearing a backpack only. And it was a fashion choice because I thought at first the guy might have been you know disturbed or or going Bone, through something he was disturbed i get that but what i'm telling you is this man did not show up there and go oh my gosh my clothes like this was not that situation where he was like strung out or something this was a person who came for a reason there was a protest he was i don't know what the protest was of but he was protesting did something he throw some porridge at the mona lisa too no he didn't <laughs> climate activist but someone came up to him and was like a, a police officer came up to him and was like and they were nice to him they were like hey buddy come on you can't do that let's just let's go back to wherever your clothes are and and he goes why what's wrong with my body are you saying i can't have my body on as clothing and they were like yes, yes we are that's actually saying, saying that that's the so, law this dude and it was one of the most ballsy moves i've ever seen oh, hey, ballsy, yeah. he goes up the escalator how do most people go up an escalator facing the direction the escalator's going? In this case, would be up, so your back would be facing us. Nope. What he did was looked at the police officers, <laughs> put both of his hands out, and then proceeded to go up the escalator backward like Jesus Christ descending to the heavens, except this Jesus Christ is wearing only a backpack. Mm -hmm. It was quite the scene. So you're right. I did have a couple moments like that, but what I'm telling you is that guy didn't then go vomit on my shoes, get into an argument with me, and try to fight me. You had that experience, which was way more upsetting yeah so i get why you have the aversion to going out i tend to have good I'm never, experiences i'm never going out again right I'm i done. would and i would travel every weekend if we could like i would fly oh to a new city God. i would go to different places i'd love no. it you i get i but i get why you're like that so i, uh, you I, I say that now you've had bad experiences and then uh in may i'll wind up back there oh you got it well you got to finish the trip got to finish the trip we didn't work in Animal Kingdom or uh, what was the other one that we missed? Uh, the studios. Studios, what's, yeah. What's the studio? MG, gotta, no. Got to do that. Whatever Hollywood Studios. studios. Holly, whatever they're called, yeah. Is that where the, that's where the Star Wars stuff is. I'm sure you're bummed that you didn't get to do that. Love Star Wars. I <laughs> love it. You, you are a big fan. Samantha loves Star Wars even though she's never seen it and has nothing, no really? idea what it is. Well, because some of the kids in her class wear like the Yoda stuff. Oh, yeah. So she loves the baby Yoda you stuff. Watch, watch the original she's one not, with her. She's she, not ready for that. I tried to watch E.T. with her. She was freaked out. Oh, well, yeah. She's not. If E.T. freaks her that's out. That's what I said, because I was talking to her about Harry Potter, and I said, we know when you're older, I think you're really going to like Harry Potter. Well, my friends watch Harry Potter. I said, you freak out at E.T. We can't watch Harry Potter. But try watching E.T. again. Maybe she'll get through it. Tell her, like, this is the portal to Star Wars and Harry Potter. Well, the, she got to get through E.T. The problem is, is that with stuff like that, I'm usually the one that says... Well, it's okay. It's all right if you're a little uncomfortable. Let's sit down. Let's watch this together. Mm. Right? Yeah. And if you're scared, you could just hug me. Nothing right. bad's going to happen to you. But then her mother's like, she's scared, and then runs to turn it off right away. Oh. Why I got gotcha. you. Why, why, why you need to watch it? She's scared. It's okay for her to be a little uncomfortable. Gotcha. This is how she grows as a human. But my wife has to leap to the rescue. Well, you know what? I get it. It's it's an adjustment for everybody to watch your kids go through the scary stuff, but you're right. I, I want my kid to see a naked guy on the subway. <laughs> Take a look at that. That's your future. You're going to have to touch that at some point in your life. <laughs> well, better a stranger than me. Not the touching. The looking is what I mean. Because I... <laughs>
<laughs> I remember looking at my what mom naked. <laughs> no. No, no, on, not the touching. Did you go on a lot of subways when you were a guy? No, when you were touchy. a kid? Okay, gotcha. All right. All right, Browns, NFL next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. Traffic is stop and go on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and the 71 315 west split. Plan on some heavy delays and more slowdowns on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by UPSjobs.com. UPS is hiring warehouse workers, drivers, and tractor trailer drivers near you at a rate of up to $30 an hour and bonuses for some roles. Apply now at UPSjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday, Reaction Monday, the segment that's not a segment, yikes, at 5.34. Brownies lose to the Dolphins. They fall to 3-6. and six. They are in Buffalo on Sunday. Hmm. So is well, that it? Season over now? Finished? I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what season... I don't know what people expect the season to be at this point. Um, I have been someone who has been concerned that when Deshaun Watson comes back, we have no guarantees that he's going to be anywhere near what was thought he would be, what he was a couple years ago as a player. He said essentially a year and a half plus off. Yeah, well, and he's not playing defense either. Right. I'm just, my point being, even if he can fix your offense a little bit, you still have to have a defense that can play and they currently don't i mean they've had moments this year where the defense has looked functional but i mean by and large you go through the scores and look at some of the games that they've played there aren't a lot of offenses that they've gone up against that the defense has been able to slow down so it's frustrating to me that this is where the browns are but i was already concerned that when deshaun watson comes back it's not a guarantee they're just going to go off and win you know the final five or six games that he's going to play, I guess six games. I didn't think that to begin with, but now I don't think it really matters at this point, even if they do reel off six straight wins, which would be shocking whenever, you know, in a few weeks when he comes back, I don't think it's going to matter at this point because yeah, I mean, they're, I don't see him beating the bills. I know the bills lost yesterday. We can talk about that in a second, but I don't see him winning that game on the road. The Buccaneers are not going to be an easy out. And then it's Deshaun Watson time. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily going to be just check off six wins, no problem. He's back at practice this week too. This yeah, is this is the week good. that he's been. He's been back in the facility for what three weeks? Yeah, he's it's they've yeah they had to step it down like time to time. He's allowed to come back to the facility, and now he's back to practicing. Yes, so and now he's going to play he's in a couple practice more weeks. this week, and then December fourth is that game against the. Well, Texans. you know what? If I'm if I'm Stefanski, I'm sure he won't. But you know what I would do. <laughs> I would give the absolute bare minimum Jacoby Brissett snaps you need to like have him try to, you know, be functional as a quarterback the next two weeks. But quite honestly, I'd punt on the next two weeks and just say, 
let's try to get the six wins with Deshaun Watson. Let's just go all in on that because I don't know what else you're going to do at this point. I mean, I don't think your defense is good enough to stop either of the offenses you're going up against the next couple weeks. You better hope your offense can outscore some teams when you play in a couple weeks with him back. That's about the only hope you have of this season, but the Browns are dumb. Their coaching staff is dumb. Stefanski was talking about that today. He said our coaches have to be better. We have to put our guys in better positions. Yeah, I've been saying that since last year, and we're still here with you. I can't figure out Amari Cooper either. I don't know if he just doesn't have chemistry with Jacoby Brissett. I understand having game. Not every game is going to be the Marvin Harrison Jr. Buckeye game, right? No, right. Where you got nine catches for a buck fifty-six, and you look like no one can stop you. But they went through that football game yesterday, a game where Jacoby Brissett threw a decent amount of passes. What was it? What was his line? Uh, twenty-two or thirty-five. All right, so he threw thirty-five passes. Amari Cooper was targeted three times. Now he caught all three of those passes, but this yeah. is a guy that you went out in the offseason and said, this is going to be our wide receiver number one. He's going to be a difference maker. And he had that nice game against the Bengals, but so far the results have not been spectacular. And I don't know if that's just because the offense is not complimenting him. Jacoby Brissett doesn't have chemistry with him. I have no idea. No, I, I really don't know the reason either. I don't I don't understand, especially if you're going to commit to throwing the ball as clearly they do, because this is this is what happens with Kevin Stefanski where he gets bogged down, he looks at the scoreboard and says, Oh, I gotta change how I call plays now. Yes, we're losing. We have to throw. Right. Every play. But I mean at halftime, this is a this is a ten point game. I know that it felt like more in the scoreboard, but quite honestly, you didn't have to come out and just decide to abandon the run. Nick Chubb, as we've talked about this stat, we will continue to harp on it. Every time the guy has gotten 20 carries this year they or win. more, they've won. Every time he hasn't, they've lost. That's an easy stat to look at. It's not the only reason they lose. It's just something that's noticeable. So you might be saying, well, how many carries did he have yesterday? You already know the answer. It wasn't 20. It was 11. And I don't, I know that you look at the final score line and say, well, yeah, because they were getting blown down the third quarter. It was basically not a contest in the fourth and some of those yards and, and numbers that he did achieve were in the fourth quarter where they're just running out the clock. But dare I suggest to the brainchild of Kevin Stefanski, perhaps your defense can't stop anybody. Maybe you call plays that allows your offense to eat clock and hopefully keep the football longer, keep your defense off the field, keep their offense off the field. And perhaps that allows you to be in it in the fourth quarter so you can keep calling exciting, fun plays. But instead... You've decided to abandon the the run halfway through the game because, oh, we're down by more than a touchdown. Can't run the ball anymore. And it's just stupid. I don't understand why that is. You mentioned they're, they're in Buffalo on Sunday. Buffalo loses that overtime game to the Vikings. What a, I mean, that's that's game of the year so far it, in the it NFL It was game of the year because it pretty much had everything. It was back and forth, and then you had you know, the conversation pieces. You had a catch that was shouldn't have been a catch right, in that yes. game. You had in overtime the Bills with 12 guys on the field, yeah. and that wasn't called. Bill Belichick said this, I think, in his media availability today, and he said it before. I agree with him. Coaches should have challenges under two minutes. I, if yeah. you've got a challenge in your pocket, I'm not saying they just give you a free challenge, but if you've got a challenge in your pocket, why can't you use that challenge? Why do you have to be beholden to the league buzzing down there? Well, right. Especially, I don't understand how that isn't... If the league is responsible to review all this stuff and they don't have time to do it, then why not just stop play and say, sorry, we, this is this is being reviewed? 
They've done that before, right? Where the, the play is under review, and then they come back and they tell you what the review was. I mean, that was a Gabe Davis catch, I think, that shouldn't have been a catch. Yeah, and, I, and they and they couldn't challenge it because it's under two minutes. It's it's ludicrous to me that that's the hole that now exists in the system, and it's existed for a while, but it's just being highlighted again. The NFL can't seem to get out of its own way when it comes to fixing the review process. But you're right. If you if you burned all your challenges, that's on you. You don't have one. Then you have to rely on the NFL in that stance. But if you have one left to use and the NFL's not reviewing it, then go ahead and put it out there. I, I totally get that, especially if you're looking at it going, they're not going to buzz down. They're not going to buzz down. All right, challenge flag. And you throw it out there and hopefully it saves your team some of the heartache of losing a game. I'll tell you what, the Vikings, man, I look at them every single week and I say, I don't know if they're any good. They're eight and one. Oh, they're dude, eight and they're, one. They're good. I and was totally wrong loss, on them. The only loss on their resume is to the Eagles, who are undefeated. Yeah, that's the only team they lost to. But every time I watch, I'm watching the, even this game yesterday. Kirk Cousins throws a terrible pick. Yes. and I'm thinking to myself, is this really the guy who can go out and win you a Super Bowl? But at the end of it, they just went to Buffalo. They they win that game. Maybe there's more questions for the Bills. That we should be asking. Oh, there are, there are. We we can. I mean, but when you look at the Vikings, do you do you say they're the best team in the NFC? No, I still think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Well, that's true. I forgot but, about them. No, no, no. But second best team in the NFC. Right. But but I'll, and Lions, by the way, nipping at their heels. That's what Hayden would tell you. He's so excited <laughs> about it. He's so Lions excited about Lions almost beat the Vikings earlier this year. That's too, right. So they're well, pretty much the second best team in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> that's what I was getting at, though. Is that if you go look at their schedule. They have won all these games. They deserve that. It's the NFL. You win your games. You're good. Are they better than some of these? T- like, are they are they better than the Bills? They were yesterday. The Bills issue that I have, and I wonder about this Bills team, they kind of look like they've taken their foot off the gas a little bit the last few weeks. Do they not? And I know that they had the Josh Allen stuff with the injury and all that, but they have suddenly had a couple weird losses. Like, that loss to the Jets was odd. Yes. The Packers game got a little weird at the end where the Packers kind of started to try to come back a little bit. They look like they were just sort of treading water yeah, in that game. Right. And so I'm just, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. I don't even have to say it. Browns fans already know. They're like, oh yeah, they're going to figure out how to be the Bills again when they play the Browns. They will win by 40 points or some ridiculous number because that's just how that typically goes. But as far as the Vikings, I am not trying to give them shade. They are 8-1. and one. They have earned that. They have beaten teams like the Lions, the Saints, the Bears before they figured anything out. The Dolphins. What have the Bears figured out? How to who, lose games? Well, they figured out who their quarterback is. Well, I mean, they figured that out a little bit. Okay. They beat the Commanders, the Cardinals, who are bad and weird. Like, I'm just saying, this Bills win solidifies now. Vikings are a real threat in the playoffs to do some damage, get to an NFC Championship game, possibly go to the Super Bowl. I that is where I was wrong. I did not think they were a legit anywhere near good enough playoff team. I thought if they got in the playoffs, they'd be an easy first round out. I don't believe that anymore. I don't know that the Vikings are like just a lock for being the best team in the league or anything like that. We're still not there with that discussion. All right. Good news. Baker Mayfield's a starting quarterback again. And Giselle has moved on from Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's getting physical with a guy. Mm-hmm. She, there's some there's some history here. There's some face sitting. What? Oh, there was. I'm just saying. There's right. 
Something's happening. That happened. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. An accident causing backups on 670 eastbound at 5th Avenue. Please use caution over here. Also going to find some delays on I-71 southbound at Hudson Street on the north side. This accident does involve injuries. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, has all your favorite bets. From the money line to point spreads to player props, plus get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm the NRA with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. 10TV wants to send you to the game against the team up north. Make sure to watch Wake Up Seabus all week at 6.15 for a daily trivia question. Then head to 10TV.com for a chance to win a pair of tickets. Make sure to watch every day to increase your chances to win. Love that. What a great thing. Uh, what did I tease? Oh, Baker Mayfield's a starting quarterback again. The Panthers are turning to Baker because P.J. Walker is hurt. Hmm. The Panthers will face the Ravens on Sunday. Sam Darnold will apparently be the backup quarterback for that game. Yeah, uh, this is this is the way Baker's going to play as a starter any time going forward for a team, right? Is when the other guy gets right. hurt. No one's going to build around him anymore. That's his new life. That's what he has to get used to. But I'm sure he looks at this as a chance to go out and, and show some people that they were wrong or something. Oh, but he's hashtag walk on. That's fine. But but I, I, would, I wonder, though, honestly, after how this season has gone, where you were given the starter's job, you basically had every opportunity to show you were the guy, and it didn't work out. I know they're not a great team, but they clearly don't believe you're the answer at quarterback. What does a guy who has for so long said, nope, I I can do it. I am that good. I wonder what he is actually thinking internally. Does he have the moment where he realizes, no, I'm not that good? No. Or does it just all kind of still get focused into, well, that's just another group of haters? No, he'll come in and say, I was put in a bad situation. I was dealt late in the offseason, couldn't get my footing. Uh, My head coach has already been fired. They traded away my running back in Christian McCaffrey, even though he was there. Yes, but... And healthy when Baker was there. I was going to say, presumably they wouldn't be firing coaches and trading away key pieces if you were good at starting quarterback. Like, if he... No, I'm sure he convinces himself. He says, look, I've done all I can in this very dysfunctional environment. If I came into a stable situation... Oh, sure. ...with a coaching staff that knew what the hell they were doing... I wouldn't be, you know, overthrowing guys by 20 yards that are open. Right. I, I don't know. I'm sure that's what he is telling himself. You're Maybe right. he has self-awareness. I just, I'm not giving him that He's credit. He's never struck me as that guy, you know, dating back to his time in Cleveland, even where he did the GQ photo shoot where he's, you know, got the six medallion in his teeth, you know, where he's just kind of chomping on it. And Right. I mean, he, he, the instant, the instant he gets success, it then is like, yes, everyone should never have doubted me ever. And it's like, but you give us lots of reasons to doubt you. And then most of that doubt's been proven right. 
Tom Brady and Giselle, they have uh, gotten divorced, and apparently Giselle has moved on to another man. Right. So this is uh, the latest on all this is that Giselle has been in Costa Rica. She went down there to vacation after the divorce was kind of announced. Uh, she had her family with her, presumably meaning the kids. And then at the vacation spot in Costa Rica where they ha- they have a home, uh, you know, Giselle and Tom Brady have a home. She was photographed with famous MMA coach and jujitsu instructor Joaquin Valente. Oh! Now, a source has told TMZ that the two are not dating, but Brady and people close to Brady apparently don't believe that, also according to TMZ. And they say, given the timing and the fact that he went to Costa Rica with her on vacation, they are calling BS on this idea that those two are not dating. Uh, The TMZ source said, uh, why did this Miami guy go to Costa Rica with her if they're not dating? It always seemed weird. She just one day abruptly ended the marriage. All right. End quote. You and I were talking about this for the show. I don't know these people. I'm not in this situation. That's not going to stop me from speculating. Mm -hmm. We're going to put all the puzzle pieces together. Right. She did not one day just wake up in a happy relationship and say, hey, you know what? I'm leaving you. I'm going to Costa Rica with MMA guy. To Tom Brady. Right. For five years, she has been saying to her husband, at least publicly, publicly, she's been saying, who knows how long privately, I want you to be a present husband and father. I'm worried about your future health. You've accomplished everything. You're the greatest of all time. Stop playing football. Your family depends on you. And he says, go to hell. I'm going to (laughs) continue to do this. Right. I'm going into the military. Yes. Right. He made that comparison. I'm I'm going off to war. To go to battle, and you'll just have to put up with me because this is what I have to do. She's tired of this. She wanted a present husband, father. She realized that was never going to happen, especially since he was retired for three seconds. Right. Three minutes he was retired. Already he's bitching and moaning and sleeping in his parents' house. And she probably said, you know what? I'm tired of this. This was not an overnight situation. No. Well, and then I I, I thought I remembered something about Giselle and jujitsu. So I, I went and looked a couple things up, and... Sure enough, if you go search that, you can find an article. This is from the jujitsutimes.com. Oh. Which I read religiously. Absolutely. Uh, here's the headline Giselle Bunchen tries her hand in Brazilian jujitsu with Valenti Brothers. Now, I told you Joaquin Valenti is who she was photographed with down in Costa Rica way. Well, uh, in February, this article is from 22622. So just earlier this year. She was training in the Valenti Brothers studio for jiu-jitsu. They have three academies in Florida. Uh, so there are apparently brothers. There's three brothers, Pedro, Guy, and Joaquin. They were already taking private lessons from a grandmaster of the practice as at the age of two. And so as they grew up, they became elite jiu-jitsu fighters and mixed martial arts guys. So anyway, on her Instagram, there is a video from this time period, where she and one of the Valenti brothers, I don't know which one. She's rolling around. They are rolling. Now, it's all in jujitsu. It's all kosher. They've got the jujitsu outfits on. She posted this. It wasn't like a secret. But she's throwing this dude to the mat and hopping on top of him. And then he's rolling over on top of her. And 
things are rolling around. And I'm just saying, maybe in all the jujitsu throwing that was going on, perhaps a little spark of romance occurred. Oh, there was a spark of something. I don't know how you roll around with Giselle Budgeton. Right. And something doesn't happen I, to I the nether regions. You, right. That's, I mean, number one, that guy for sure was like, oh, no, I'm just your jujitsu instructor. It's totally cool. And then to his buddies is like, but seriously, me and Giselle, we spar like three times a week. It's great. So whatever there. Now he's in Costa Rica with her, presumably just working on some moves. No, nobody but, goes on vacation like I know that. that but They're I'm, doing it. That's exactly. Here's my problem with Tom Brady. If he genuinely thinks this was all out of the blue and out of nowhere. No, 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 dude. She has been giving you signs for years. But this one on Instagram where she's got a video of her and a dude rolling around on the floor together and she posts it for like a minute and a half. It's like, here you go. She laid it all out there. What was going on in February, by the way? Where was Tom Brady? Off of training camp? No. Tom Brady, that was when he was retired. He's retired at home, and she's like, yeah, time to show everybody how good I am at jujitsu with uh, Mr. Valenti. Right? Like, this to me looks like she basically was saying, Tom, if you're not interested in our family, then I'm not interested in you. I am interested in jujitsu, though. I'm going to go do other things. Yeah. You want to sit around the house and go sleep in your old childhood bedroom right? because you don't know how to deal with retirement? That's fine. I'm going to do other things. I've been retired from the, you know, being a supermodel game for quite a while in the, you know, she's not the one walking on the runway anymore. She's the one designing the clothes. She's the boss lady. Right. But she's been able to transition to that. He couldn't. I'm telling you, man, if Tom Brady genuinely thinks this is out of the blue, he's out of his mind. Is there another quarterback controversy in the NFL? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on I-71 southbound at Hudson Street. Please be careful in this area. It is blocking the right shoulder. You'll find another crash on 670 eastbound at 5th Avenue and an accident on Route 315 southbound at Henderson Road. Caution is advised. Stravagant Port is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on antibiotic-free, honest, whole fresh turkey, just $1.49 a pound, now from November 15th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Happy Monday. It's Reaction Monday. All right, what did I tease? Is there another quarterback controversy in the NFL? I saw this today in the Arizona Republic. All right. All right. Local guy Greg Moore. He's a columnist, Arizona Republic. Headline. No quarterback controversy in Arizona. It's Colt McCoy's job. Mm. Okay. The Cardinals beat the Rams, who are just... Both those teams are terrible. Well, right. That was the... No Matt Stafford Rams taking on the no Kyler Murray Cardinals. Yes. Correct? Okay. Here's the uh, the opening part of this article. There's no quarterback controversy after the Arizona Cardinals defeated the Rams 27-17 to at SoFi Stadium on Sunday. 
it's Colt McCoy's job to lose. Oh, oh, is it? And then he oh. goes on. Well, first of all, he wants to be hot take guy, but he's not hot take guy. Because then he goes on and says, Colt McCoy has intangibles and guys play hard for him. The team played harder for him and guys respect him. And Kyler Murray needs to put the work in and be respected for his intangibles off the field as well as his talent on the field. But at the end of it, he goes on to say, yeah, it's Colt McCoy's job to lose until Kyler Murray gets healthy. And then it's <laughs> Kyler Murray's job. What is that? <laughs> yes. Right. We, we know this. Look. Colt McCoy's a very good backup quarterback. He has carved out a little niche for himself in the NFL. He has worked hard. Clearly, people like and respect him. That's why he's still in the league. He can make the best out of what he has been given. Yeah. Right? He's And he's hurt, too. He got hurt in this game yesterday. Who the hell knows how hurt he is? But Kyler Murray just signed a huge extension. They are not benching Kyler Murray for Colt McCoy. No. As soon as Kyler Murray can walk... He will be the starting quarterback of this team again. For better or worse, he's your guy. You've signed him. You've paid him. Yeah, you have to at least go through the rest of this year with him and next year, too. Of course you I do. I mean, that's, that's the decision that was made when you signed him in the now, offseason. We can question the wisdom of signing him and right. guaranteeing all this money when he's been inconsistent and he's been often injured. We can talk about that. But you've done it. It's his job. I also like... I was reading... <laughs> The ESPN article about this uh, game as well said Cole McCoy soundly outplayed John Wolford, the quarterback that Los Angeles trotted out there. And it's like, ah, yeah, yes, all right. I bet he did because he's Colt McCoy and that's John Wolford or whatever his name is. Like Wolford, Wolford, Wofford, John Wolnick, who used to play for teams in Major League Soccer. Anyway, no one and the crew. Anyway, that, no one gets that reference. About. It's a thing. Anyway, all I know is this. Uh, it does not matter if. The Cardinals play Colt McCoy this year. Probably doesn't matter if they play Kyler Murray at this point. They're not any good. They're not good. The Rams are awful. But that that is not anything that I'm really interested in watching at this point. I think they play the Niners next week, the Cardinals do. I will only watch that game because it's in Mexico City, and I think that could be just an interesting little setting for that game. But I don't I don't believe this Cardinals team to be any good whatsoever, even if Kyler Murray is uh, healthy. The crowd for the Germany game? On Sunday, oh yeah, they had a, a crowd outside the stadium. It looked like the entire German population was there. Yeah, they, they, this has long been known to anybody who wanted to look into it. The <laughs> Germans love David Hasselhoff. No, Norm McDonald. They love the NFL. They love the NFL. They though. do. And I, I'm surprised it took them this long to play a regular season game in Germany. And the Germans are probably looking at London saying, you get three of these a year? Right. We were the only ones that supported NFL Europe. They moved the entire league here. Yes. And it takes until 2022 until we get a game? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I well, it makes sense in this one way. I am guessing a lot of the hesitation for the league to do that was because, <laughs> just, just by and large, a lot of the marketing you have to do has to do with the fact that you're sending people and players over there to go be interviewed and do things like this, right? Like, in England, that's a lot easier for you to get culturally relevant than in a country where there is just an entirely different language spoken that 99.9% of people, I'm guessing, associated with the NFL just don't naturally speak German. I know there are some German-born players who have now come over, played in the league, that kind of thing, but it's probably a little easier to get some marketing uh, goodwill done in a country where English is a primary language, or even in Mexico, where you have a lot of Spanish-speaking people and players that are in your league. That's different than, say, go to Germany. So I could see that being a little bit of a lift, but 
certainly something they should have done long before this. You and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think we're past the point where, like, oh, when are the Jags going to move to London? I don't think they do. Mm. I think they yeah. they may not stay in Florida long term, but I don't think they move to London. I think they will expand. They'll put two teams in England, and they'll put two teams in Germany. Oh, it'll, it'll be all at once. You'll have your own European division over there. They could do that, and you know that would be interesting, too, because you know there would be some, like, some fans that would just enjoy the rivalry between the German teams playing each other, the English teams playing each other, and then those two playing the other, right? Like, did England win the rivalry or Germany win the rivalry this year? There would be some fun with that, too. Which teams are better in Europe? Which of those ones have done well? And what was their record like against all the other big-name teams that come over? That kind of thing. But I agree with you. They will, If they expand, it will be that way, not necessarily by moving a team. Within five years? Or is we're that probably, too soon? We're probably getting well. Here's what here's what it would be to me. When do they think the money dries up here? And the answer is not anytime soon. Well, it doesn't look like it That's is. That's what I mean. So they're not looking at it as oh, we've got to do this to bolster what we're doing. They'll do it on their own timeline unless something changes and you see ratings go down and money go down, but that's not likely. So maybe not in five years, just because there's not a huge need to do it. But I know they want to do it, and they have talked endlessly about expanding this league into Europe. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns on 71 Northside Southbound at Hudson Street. An accident involving injuries blocking the right shoulder. Passable with care, but caution is advised in the meantime. About a 10-minute slowdown in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by GeneratorFranchise.com. Millions protect their homes with from power outages with Generac Generators. Would you like to be a part of the lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac Generator dealer, has limited franchise opportunities in your area. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. Elmi and Array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Can I tell you what bugs the hell out of me? What's that? Thank you. Go ahead. So I buy a lot of stuff online, as people do. Uh-huh. And so I have all these spams that come in. Spam emails. Look at this deal. Click on this. I don't even buy some of the stuff at these shops. But I get the emails. So I go on the email. Click unsubscribe. Click? Click? I don't want to see your email anymore. Right. You tell me that I have successfully unsubscribed. You then send me a confirmation email to tell me that I've unsubscribed. I don't want your emails. Right. Don't confirm to me. That that would be like if your doctor's office, if you were saying, I want to subscribe to the text messages, I no longer want calls, and then they call you to confirm that you want to be on the text message. It's like, why do we do this? Just... I sent you the text. It's confirmed. We're done. No more. We don't need that. Let's talk about money for nothing. So Jason Hayward has been officially released by the Chicago Cubs today. They still owe him $22 million. They've told him to go away. That is my dream. Oh, gosh, yes. Has there ever been 
there's no absolute answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Has there been a player in Major League Baseball history to be worse and make more money than Jason Hayward? He's well, made $200 million in his career. I mean, offensively, I think it'd be it'd be hard to argue with, with that because, yeah, I mean, he's he's not great offensively. I know he's won golden glove, gold gloves before. Yeah, but, but you know what? He... He uh, he's never driven in more than eighty-two runs. He's a corner outfielder. His career average is two fifty-seven. His entire time with the Cubs, they signed him to a hundred and eighty-something million-dollar deal. Oh, he's a five-tool guy. Plays defense, runs the base. He's never stolen more than eleven bases in a season for the Cubs. Wow, that is that, that's surprising. Has one hundred and fifty-nine total home runs in thirteen seasons. In a era where we talk about how much the ball's flying out of the park more than ever, and everybody's just hitting long balls left and right, he's, he does nothing well. Doesn't hit for average, doesn't steal bases, doesn't hit home runs. Yes, he can play some decent defense. You're not paying 180 something million dollars for decent defense. This isn't 1972. No, I mean, I guess, I'm trying to remember when he, he had one year with the Cardinals, was that a year where they won a World Series? I think maybe they won the World Series. And he had a decent year. And then he, then after that, that offseason, yeah, he, he went got to the, the Cubs. big deal from the Cubs. Who, and they won the World Series the with World, him, too. Right, but I don't... But I, not because no, of no, no, him. No, 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 I know that. I'm just saying, like, it's odd how he's found his way onto some really good teams and been a part of some good situations. But then after that, it's not like the Cubs have been anything great since then. Hey, somebody and, had to give him this money. I'm not blaming him. No, right. I, someone I know you're decided not. to pay him all of this money. It's just when you look at, usually, oh, look at that Ryan Howard contract. Yeah, look at that, how terrible it is. He also won the MVP. Yes, he <laughs> and at a certain point was the best player in Major League Baseball. Jason Hayward's been paid two hundred million dollars to never finish better than fifteenth in MVP voting. Wow. That yeah, that's tough, man. It's not even like he had one year. Chris Davis, that terrible deal with the Orioles that he signed. Yeah, you can look at Chris Davis and say, all right, well, Chris Davis at least in a two to three year span, there was he's one of the best power hitters in Major League Baseball. He's a difference maker in that lineup. Contract disaster. Shouldn't have signed it. Yeah, but Jason Hayward didn't even have that. And if you're saying to yourself, because I was thinking, well, maybe he just didn't have the offensive numbers because of injuries throughout his career. Because I remember him, he was injured this year. He's been injured a few times over his career. But well, they just stopped playing him this year. Well, yeah, fair enough. Because he was right? bad. But it's only been two of the seasons that he's been in Major League Baseball in his 13-year career where he did not amass more than 100 games. Where he, You know, he appeared in at least 100 games. And in most of these seasons, it's 120, 130, like... It's not like there's not a huge sample size to determine this. You're right. It's really bizarre how he got that. It just 200 million. Let him live. Well, what do we talk about? Contract years and, and things like that where players show up and have decent numbers in a year where then a contract's getting signed. And then after that, you don't really deliver on the contract. That's just fortuitous, right? I mean, you could say that. He was fortuitous that some of his best years happened when big deals were right there for the taking. And that has to do with the market too, doesn't it? If there aren't a bunch if there are a bunch of guys available who are all free agents. That has to do with the market, has to do with one really stupid team. One really stupid team, a combination of you having one of your better seasons yes. and 
there not being a ton of talent out there to get. But still, I seem to remember even then when they signed that deal, people Nobody saying... Nobody thought that was, that a was good not deal. a good deal. Right. right. Nobody so. thought that was a good deal. That they was more the Cubs having the money and they could We do have it. the money. We can screw our rivals, the Cardinals, right, by well, taking him away. The good news is for Cubs fans, the Ricketts family, made of cash, and they love to tell you how much money they have nowadays, right? So these, these deals don't factor in at all. They never complain about how expensive way, everything is. I also is. contend that Ted Cruz grew a beard <laughs> just so he could be separated from Tom Ricketts. He lo- they are. Because they look exactly the same. That's right. That almost feels like... Look up like, Tom Ricketts and tell me that's not Ted Cruz. That almost looks like someone did create a player in a video game and was like, no, you've just made another create a player that's exactly the same. That's all you did. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Buckeyes beat Indiana 56-14. to 14. Offense back on track. Uh, you know, CJ threw five touchdown passes. CJ Stroud will be... He is the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. He will be in New York. He's had a fantastic season, for the most part. The best player on this team is Marvin Harrison Jr. I agree with you on that. He is one of the most talented guys I've ever watched in Scarlet and Gray. The stuff that he does out there. And again, it's it's different for a wide receiver because you're depending on somebody else for your livelihood. At least a running back, you can you hand the ball off. Yes, you're depending on your offensive line, but you can make guys miss. You can you're in control. Right? Right. You're in control. You can decide where you want to go with the football. You physically have the football. When you're a wide receiver, you're depending on somebody to get you that football. And even then, he is taking over games. Defenses know who's going to beat him, and they can't stop him. Yeah. They can't do anything to stop Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, one thing I wanted to point out with him, too, because, you know, I, I was at the game on Saturday. I don't get to go to every Buckeye game. It's actually kind of rare. I get to go to more than one in a season, which I did this year. Thanks Look to my buddy. My buddy Steve hooked Must me up with some nice. tickets. Yeah, it was nice. He, he brought me with him to the game. We had a good time. But I was telling him during the game as we we're watching this, because I'm, I'm appreciating watching it from afar and seeing him play Marvin Harrison Jr. and thinking, we, we may not ever see a wide receiver as talented as this. Or it's very rare you could see a guy this talented in person. He may go down being an NFL Hall of Famer for all we know. Just like his dad. And we are in the golden age yes. of Buckeye wide receivers. Yes. I mean, we're, we're among the great wide receivers we've seen. He is he stands out as just being so talented. But I, w- I was curious to see one thing. Because he had a route that they sent him on where he was, you know, 60 yards downfield, 50 yards downfield, pass just a little bit out of his grasp. And then, of course, you're 60 yards away from the play and you got to run back. And I'm always curious to watch how guys do this, right? Because... Wide receivers cover the most ground, right, of most anybody on a football field in a given game. So he's run 60 yards down the field. They've got a second or third down coming up. He's getting back to the line. He has to go to the complete opposite side of the field because he's looking over at the play call and has to go to the other hash mark from where he started. So he's gone diagonal across the field, another 60, 70 yards. Gets back in his stance, turns around, gets set for all of about two and a half or three seconds. Play call is in. Ball is snapped. And I wanted to see what the route was that he ran. He ran a route that looked like it was the final play of the national championship game and everything was on the line. And this was just the middle of an Indiana game in a miserably cold day. I'm telling you this. If I noticed that, NFL scouts noticed that. 
They're watching that stuff. They want to see not just what you do when the lights are on. They want to see after you just had the big run, it, the big play call, it didn't work out, and how quickly do you get back, and how do you run that next route? How do you run the next five routes where they don't even look at you? This guy runs them all the same. He is I, I understand 100%. What you're saying. Like, I'm telling and you, that, he puts in all the hard work, I, I, yes. and he's gifted beyond all measure. But he also has, he has I-don't-care talent. You're right. NFL guys look at gamers like that and they say, this guy gets it. This guy loves football. I'm going to take him. Marvin Harrison Jr. is so good. He is so talented. NFL guy, if he took the next three plays off. Yeah, they would. They would. NFL answer. guys would still look at him and say, I don't care. Oh, I know. He's too good. I know. You're right. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that when he gets here. We got to take him anyway because I don't care. He's just so good. His awareness on that football field, his ability to get open. Don't talk about oh, they're just playing Indiana. He's done this all season long. Yeah, all season long he's done this, and he's only gotten better as defenses have gotten more in tune with what this offense wants to do and where C.J. Stroud's going to throw the football. He has only gotten better, even though they've been focusing on taking him out of the equation. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt the fact. Yes, his dad is named. You know, Marvin Harrison, that's the namesake, but Well Dad's not out there making plays that's for what him. I'm saying people could you could you could focus in on that and say, Oh, well he's getting a lot of attention because of who his dad is. His name could be John Smith, to use just a dumb random name that has no I attention hate that to me. Name. Right. John Smith and people would be noticing this is the best wide receiver in all of college football. He is amazing to watch. Uh kick time for uh Maryland is three thirty. Yeah. I had to look again. This is it. What do you it's mean? Maryland, and then it's oh, Michigan. I, oh, I, like, I, we're, we're here. I am aware, this man. This is it. Well, I'll tell you what. Being out there in the game, I mean, this past week, I mean, it was it was cold. There was the wet snow coming down briefly that was just basically, you know, light Hold rain. Hold on. But- Did Gene come out and apologize to everybody <laughs> for the weather? Did he say, I don't know if we can handle it, the plumbing? I'm, t- I'm telling you, I mean... We weren't that far off from it being so cold that you'd have to winterize the place. Maybe just go ahead and winterize it because you no, never know. We don't have any money. But all I'm telling you is, I mean, it felt like a Michigan game out there, weather-wise. That was that was Michigan-level weather, and then you look and go, oh, it's Indiana. <laughs> and it wasn't the game that you want. But yeah, it was, we're there. I am fully aware that we are now in it, and it is almost time for this thing to happen. Brownies lose the Dolphins. They fall to 3-6. and six. Well, they, they are, are in Buffalo in a different, on Sunday. They're in a different it. They are in a spiral right now. They are, they're not good. This defense well, good is news. not that good. Deshaun Watson back at practice this week. That's fine. Got I, a couple weeks till he can play, but he's back practice. You better hope he can win every single game because that's about the only chance you're going to have. Next two are against Buffalo and Tampa. Not that those teams have flaws. We saw Buffalo's on display the last few weeks, but they're still better than the Browns. Tampa, I believe, still better than the Browns. And... You have to play those two games before you get Deshaun Watson back. And even then, you don't know what he's going to be. Well, right. You brought this up. We haven't seen this guy in a year and a half. Who the hell knows what he's going to be? He also does not play defense. No. And your defense is... They had a lot of injuries this past week on defense, but still, it's it was abysmal. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback in the history of the world. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on Greenlawn Avenue, westbound at I-71. An accident blocking the left lane. Police and Wrecker are now on scene trying to clear this accident, but please be very careful over here. You'll also find a crash blocking the right shoulder of I-70 east side eastbound after Elm Creek Drive. Caution is advised here as well. Strive Report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors with millions of parts and accessories at the right prices. There's something for every car lover on your list. With the money you save, you can pick something up for yourself, too. Happy holidays, indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. Is coming up at 534. If you missed my tales from Disney earlier in the show, check out the podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your audio, just search Common Man and T-Bone. It is free. Every show comes right to your device free of charge, including some extras you can only get on the podcast. And leave us a nice review. Yeah. Bone, I saw this today. I thought of you. All right. And me. Okay. Electric shocks to the brain took away the cravings of two patients with binge eating disorders for at least six months, a small study said. Well, if, if it's two patients, I, that's pretty small, that study. <laughs> who, who commissioned this study? A creepy guy in his basement? Like, the what is this? Two patients were fitted with a brain implant to zap the part of the brain linked to cravings. They told the New York Times that after the surgery, they made better choices about food without even thinking about it. I just love how we've come full circle. Where back in the day, Jimmy Pearsall going crazy on the baseball field. He goes and gets shock therapy. That was common medical practice. Oh, you're bipolar or... They called it then manic depression. Right. Right. We're going to shock you, shock your brain. And then we looked at that and said, that's pretty barbaric. We have medication now that can help with that. Now we're apparently back on shock treatment. Well, that's to help the fatties. That's what I'm not understanding. So like shock treatment of old was like you have a bad thought and there was a painful thing that would happen to you where you were shocked into like, oh, don't do that. Because every time that happens, I get shocked. Right. Almost like Pavlov's dog and the bell. Where, you know, rings the bell, the dog salivates because he always got a treat whenever the bell rang. And that doesn't seem very good for dogs or humans. It seems bad. This they're saying they just like, when they're saying they zap it, are they saying it senses when that part of the brain fires up and they just I, neutralize it? it? it like It can't be. I would hope they're not just putting a thing in your head that makes you go, ow. Oh, okay. No Snickers bar for me. Like that would be bad. I don't see how that would be any progress whatsoever. I would hope the that's not what we're doing. Two patients, both women, 58 and 48 said they had fewer binging episodes and the implant seems to have changed their habits for the better. Uh, Baldwin, for for instance, says she's gotten used to swinging by a Ben and Jerry's on her way to the pharmacy, but after the device was activated, she said, I could go into the pharmacy and not even think about ice cream. 
that's in now that is interesting if it just deletes your your cravings at all i mean that's also terrifying because then what else could you get deleted out of your brain that you're just like exactly right i don't i don't have any love for any humans anymore i've just deleted that and now i'm a killing machine that seems to be like the downside of this technology uh they say this is a promising research they don't they don't know long term what the deal is right these people may Stop at the Ben and Jerry's and kill the employees instead of well, eating the ice cream. Who the hell knows? <laughs> You're out of chubby hubby? What? Well, I know this, right? Anytime we start suppressing like natural urges, there becomes a tipping point. If there's like if there's not some way to correct the behavior in a general overall wellness sense, if you're just eliminating one piece of the puzzle and not fixing the whole Something picture. else is going to make else its way break, to the surface. Possibly. Right. Yeah. I, I, I understand what that... That is interesting, though. I, I did not know that technology even exists. And also, now I really want Ben & Jerry's is the result I of that study for me. Jerry's. It's not on the top of mind for me just because we don't have them... Like, we don't have stores around where you have it. You have, like, the grocery store that has really? it. Yeah, they have... No, I mean, you don't have a Ben & Jerry's, like... You know, Dairy Dairy Queen is a... There, it's a location you go to. I you see. drive past. You, you don't, don't have not, a Ben & Jerry's store. You, you don't have a to. scoop shop. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. There you go. They used to have one by the Arena Grand. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Uh, maybe it's still there. Who the hell knows? But I did some damage in that location. Oh. Because yeah. they would have exclusive flavors just for inside the shops. What a concept. So I would go, I would even see a movie. I would just go there, deal with the pain in the ass parking down there. Oh, you mean in the movie just, theater, you'd go in just for that and not just the movie. Right. Just to go get the ice cream. Wow. It That's wasn't something. in the movie theater. It was next to I it. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was a big fan of the Cold Stone, that peanut butter perfection, which is, you know, I know that's different than Ben and Jerry's, but how they mix it together in front of you. If you haven't had that peanut butter perfection thing where they just take, after they mix it a bunch well, of- do you remember the time that I went there and asked for that? That's what you asked for and they didn't have it? They didn't, not only did they not have it, the person looked at me and said, I don't know what that is. Oh, and oh, so then I oh, pointed no. to the sign right behind them. <laughs> there was a big picture yes, of it. Yes, I remember this now. And they said, oh, I don't know how to make that. I don't have the stuff. I, so then I just walked out. Yeah, right. Because the thing is, I mean, if you've never had that ice cream, it's chocolate ice cream. It is then Reese's peanut butter cups chopped up in it. Yes, you told me about it. That's it's why I chocolate went. chocolate sauce in it. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh, we'll throw in a giant scoop of peanut butter i was cursing and mix you. all that together you sent me there yeah they didn't I, know what i was talking about or how to make it it's on the sign though it's, it's right, there. right there it's one of the, i thought it was like the thing you went to cold stone oh, to get I don't know how to make it it's my first day was there anybody else in here they just left you in the store on your first day i don't understand that i i think we should have a if you're going to leave someone in the store for their first day you should leave someone with them who knows how to make all this stuff i think that would be a Fair trade-off, I think. Oh, my boss is taking a large crap right now. If you want to wait 10 minutes, he'll be back. You know what? Suddenly, I'm not in the mood for anything resembling chocolate ice cream. Thank you. Uh, Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback in the history of the world, says everyone. I saw that uh, Dan Orlovsky, my favorite guy, never wrong. You love him. Uh, He said that Justin Fields is definitely working his way into the MVP conversation. Okay. Okay, let's calm down. Justin Fields is the quarterback for my football team, the Chicago Bears. I have a rooting interest in the fate of Justin Fields. I also have interest in the fate of Justin Fields because he was a Buckeye. 
Right. And I care about him from that standpoint. Yeah, right. Right? I want Justin Fields to be awesome and win a lot of games. What he's done the last couple weeks running the football has been remarkable. It is great to see. He is making his plays happen with his legs. Defenses look like fools trying to catch him. He looks fantastic. Maybe I'm just bitter Bears fan who have seen so many bad quarterbacks over the years that I just can't allow myself to get excited about this. Yes. So, <laughs> you, that, are, you are that guy. That's what ahead. it is. No, no, no. I'm saying you are that guy regardless of what you're going to say next. But that's fine. I, there will be a point soon where defenses understand this guy is a one-trick pony and can only run the football until he consistently throws it down the field, and I don't think he can do that. Let's stop talking about Lamar Jackson comparisons, okay? Lamar Jackson, his second year in the league, threw for 36 touchdown passes. Lamar Jackson is a much better passer than Justin Fields and was a much better passer his second year in the league, just like Justin Fields. And don't tell me, oh, well, he played for the Ravens. They were better. They were ready to fire John Harbaugh. That was a team in chaos. Lamar Jackson showed up and, and, and changed everything around. You can say Justin Fields has improved. Justin Fields is getting better. And if he learns how to stand in the pocket and throw a pass down the field, there's no stopping him. That can all be true. But let's stop crapping on Lamar Jackson and say that somehow Justin Fields is Lamar Jackson 2.0. Well, here's where I am with Justin Fields on this. I am more optimistic about his future I think than you are on on that, but also I'm not a Bears fan. I'm not invested in it in the same way you are. But here's what I think with him. I feel like Matt Nagy pretty much almost ruined this guy's career. For what reason, I will never know. But well, he didn't do it on purpose. He's, he's just stupid. He's just stupid and I bad. I know, right. Yes. But I'm saying like, it would seem like, it. but there were times last year where you thought, man, is he trying to like, why wouldn't you let this guy run the football more? Why wouldn't you attempt to have him in that mode where possibly you give him all the options to do it, right? And I guess, in fairness, Eberflus did not exactly get that right off the bat either. But midway through this season, they have adjusted and figured out, you know, if we do have an offense that gears around him running the ball a little bit more, and to be fair to him, he is improvising when things break down, and he has to go and do that, right? Like, sometimes that occurs. But... Over the last few weeks, it does appear he is staying in the pocket a little bit more than he had. He's not just panicking and running after the first thing breaks down. That's a good sign. And it does potentially indicate growth on his part, growth on the offense's part. I'm not saying that. And let's hope that continues. I'm not saying that. He's in the MVP conversation. Oh, that, yeah, right. That that He's part better than Lamar Jackson. It, well what do we talk? Did you see the pick six that he threw? Yes, that As was As they bad. lost to the Lions? That's the part that's frustrating is they're still losing games. I guess it works out for the Bears if they lose and he's better and then eventually becomes great. So they can draft Connor Bedard? <laughs> they can draft, I don't know, maybe someone on defense that could help him out after they traded everybody away? Maybe that. Uh, but yes, you're right. It's still a work in progress, but good signs. Bears good fans signs. too, man. They, these people. The bar is set so low. So, of course, they look at Justin Fields, and it's like, Jesus Christ has come back to earth. Yes. Look, you can take someone from the hills of Appalachia, and who just grew up eating possum and raccoon, and you can take them to a Ponderosa, and they think it's the greatest steakhouse in the world. Right now, Justin Fields is the Ponderosa. Now, that's not saying he can't morph into the Hyde Park. He can't be that guy. But let's stop talking like he's there now. 
He's well, not. I think I think people are just happy that his career's not over. That's fine. Me that's, too. That's right. That's what I'm saying is people are just like, so well, let's, let's just end it there and stop. He's Lamar Jackson. Give him the trophy. Well, that was Dan Orlovsky saying that. And he's a tool. We know he's a tool. He's an idiot. That's what that's what happens. All right. Yikes is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still blocking the left lane of Greenlawn Avenue, westbound at I-71. Police and wrecker remain on scene to clear this accident. Please use extra caution over here as traffic continues to build. A 10-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers, Lesset, and Panera Bread would like to congratulate member of the week, Samantha Mann, Laborers Local 86 Cleveland. Samantha is a second-year apprentice working for Cook Paving and Construction. Build Ohio right. Build at Union. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Fan Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. The Raiders are 2-7. and seven. Bad. Lost to Jeff Saturday's Indianapolis Colts yesterday. Saturday on a Sunday. Let them live. They always say. Dangerous combo. I saw that Jeff Saturday proved all the doubters wrong. Oh, my gosh. Or oh. he won a game. So well, here, congratulations to him. Let's pause real quick on that thought. I, I have been someone who last week spent a lot of time criticizing this idea of hiring a guy who has not coached at any level collegiately or in the NFL as the head coach of an organization. And I also said... If Jeff Saturday goes on and wins a few games or somehow turns the season around, that will still be a bad decision by Jim Irsay that just luckily worked out. That is not something that then you should go think, oh yeah, we could just go hire anyone off the street and they could do this job. Now, maybe it would give some pause to people who say you have to work 20-hour days in the NFL to be successful because a lot of bad coaches have worked 20-hour days and been terrible. Maybe that's a thing. But Still, imagine if the high school playoffs this past weekend, imagine if you hired or someone called you your high school. If you played football, called you up and said, hey, why don't you coach the team this weekend? We we lost someone. Uh, they can't coach this weekend. Can you come and coach your high school team? And you just off the street walked in. That would be reckless. Fans of your team would be like, what are they doing with this guy? That's high school football. They wouldn't do that, let alone in college, certainly not in the NFL. So the fact that Jeff Saturday, a game was won by his team. That speaks more to how incompetent the Raiders are than yes. anything else. So the Raiders are 2-7. and seven. Uh, Mark Davis, the owner today, said, People in today's world want instant gratification. The guys coach nine games, talking about Josh McDaniels. We're 2-7, and seven, not the results we're looking for, but at the same time, we've lost six one-score games with the ball mm-hmm. and a chance to win at the end. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, but again... We just talked about how the Bears and Justin Fields and hey, there's a reason to think that maybe something's there. Maybe we're we're going a little too far as to how much is there. Right. But this was clearly a building team and we'll see what happens. The Raiders won 10 games last season. 
They have a veteran quarterback that they've now just committed a bunch of money to again. And they've gone out and gotten one of the best receivers in the National Football League in the offseason. And you're two and seven and you're losing to bad teams. Yes. That's not the same situation. Don't try and sugarcoat it by saying, well, he's a new coach. Rome wasn't built in the day. What are you going to do? Yeah. I, I don't. I also think that this idea of we lost a bunch of one score games. Yes. Typically, that's on your head coach as much as it's on anybody. Scott Frost says, I agree. Right. I mean, that sounds good. That used to be seen at that earlier this year was for for Nebraska, that was seen as like a positive until everybody realized, oh no, they are in those one score game losses because of their dumb head coach. That's that's a problem. All right, yikes time. Uh, Tennessee scored 66 points as they beat Missouri on Saturday. They racked up 724 yards of total offense, which is a school record. Yikes. I was curious about Ohio State offensive records, so I went back and did a little research. The most total yards in a game, that would be 776 against Bowling Green in 2016. Yikes. Average yards per play, 10.2 against Virginia Tech in 2015, the game that they won there. Yikes. First downs in a game, 45 against Cincinnati in 2014. Yikes. And points scored 128 against Oberlin in 1916. And hey, if Michigan can talk about all the fake national titles they won during that time, we can talk about points records. They scored 19 touchdowns in that game. 19! Yikes! Uh, This is a quick one. Kyle Umlang on Twitter, he is a college football stats guy, he tweeted this out about Texas football. If Texas never let Mac Brown go and he repeated his nine worst seasons at Texas from 2014 to 2022, Texas football would have 18 more wins than they do today. Yikes. Triple H is in for Teddy today. Yeah. My first yikes are the paid actors representing fans from countries participating in the world cup. If you haven't seen it yet, it looks like the host country is paying people to dress as fans from countries to chant on TV. They are definitely not from the countries they are chanting for. That's a and yikes. Uh, Josh Allen. He's really, really good, except when he's not. Last season in the red zone, he was a dream player. 79 of 136 for 522 yards. I'm sorry, 522 yards. That's right. 35 touchdowns, two interceptions, and a passer rating of 99.9. This season, he already has four red zone interceptions. Yikes. No one in the league had more than four all of last season. Josh Allen is already there in week 10. The Bills are in third place, looking up at the Jets and the Dolphins in the AFC East. But don't worry, Josh. Brown's defense is coming to help you. Yikes. So Manchester United not had the greatest of seasons, but they've just started turning it around. They just won 2-1 to one on the weekend against Fulham. And that's when Cristiano Ronaldo decided to criticize the team. He had a big interview with Piers Morgan. I won't go over everything in the interview, but he basically firebombed his team and said, yeah, Manchester United sucks. They've always been mean to me. They're terrible. I don't like the new coach. He says all this right as the team is breaking to go to the World Cup. He'll be in Qatar for six weeks. So Manchester United can deal with this on their own. That is not good. That's not being a good teammate. It's not good leadership. That's a yikes. All right, my next yikes is NFL analyst Mike Pereira was caught licking his lips and giving the what's up, how you doing eyes to someone off the camera during the Bucks seahawks game. Hope, uh, hope he got out of his system, I guess, Mike. Yikes. 
when Las Vegas is getting ready for the Formula One race in the city next year, all the rich people will be coming in, spending money on VIP packages for the race. That kind of stuff is not uncommon. It happens everywhere on the racing calendar. This one, though, may take the cake. Here's a package the win is offering. A four-night stay for six people in a duplex with 24-hour butler service, champagne and caviar upon arrival, of course, exclusive access to the opening ceremonies, dinner at a fancy restaurant featuring more champagne, spa, salon, golf, luxury transportation. You get the gist. Total price for the experience. Are you ready? Oh, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Lay it on. One million dollars. Good Lord. (laughs) One million dollars. Yikes. I have an F1. Yikes as well. Max Verstappen will be and is your 2022 F1 world champion. His teammate at Red Bull Racing is Sergio Perez, who's having a great year in his own. He could have secured second place in the owner's points and the driver's points if he would have been allowed to pass Max Verstappen in a race where Verstappen didn't need the points. Yesterday in Brazil would have been a good teammate move to let his teammate go by. His team asked him to let him by. Max Verstappen said no dice and basically didn't help his teammate who has helped him with wins and helped him get in position to win the championship. It's a D-bag move. It sucks. Verstappen, that's a big old yikes. All right, my last yikes goes out to the crypto bros out there. Don't want to get too deep into this one because I don't know really what's going on, but the major major crypto uh, trading company, FTX, went bankrupt, so the Miami Heat are removing their name from their arena. They were doing this whole thing where they were giving out, you know, Bitcoin last year, but now they are off. The whole city of Miami looks to be off the crypto train, so that's just a tough yikes for, for crypto bros. It is. Crypto bros. Uh, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents out there. You'll find a crash blocking the right shoulder on the east side of I-70 eastbound after Elm Creek Drive. Traffic is stop and go. An accident has cleared from Greenlawn Avenue westbound on I-71. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. It's Invisible Fence brand's mission to help keep that secure at home, and their exclusive boundary plus technology does just that. As part of the Black Friday sale, get $300 off your system through November 13th. Schedule your free consultation at InvisibleFence.com. That's InvisibleFence.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. Skip Mossick, Paul Keels, Jim Lachey. Two big hours of Ohio State football conversation. Then at 8 o'clock tonight, it is Monday Night Football. The Commanders at the Undefeated Eagles. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. I did notice that uh, we have not seen a rating yet. For the Thursday night game last week. Oh, we haven't. On Amazon. Falcons and Panthers. Let me tell you. I would assume that would not be a good one. people went and sought that one out. Then they're lying. You know they're lying. I know. These numbers are not real. If they come out and say 11 million people watch that, there's no way. Well, I don't, I don't think they... I, you couldn't say that with a straight face. No one would believe you for that. 
I know we like the NFL, but we we like some NFL. We like Vikings Bills. That's a game that probably popped a huge number, wouldn't you think? Yes. Because that's one of the best games in the NFL. It featured a lot of talented players. Obviously, if you're in a fantasy situation, any of that stuff, there's tons of guys on both those rosters that you would be interested in. And it was just a really good game that went all the way to, to overtime and it had a great finish. So that's awesome. I don't think that's necessarily true for every game the NFL ever plays. Like if the Falcons Panthers game had become just a big duel of a game, maybe more people would have tuned in because of social media. They might have heard about it, flipped over to it. But by and large, that's that's not how those Amazon Prime games are going. You have to have a really good matchup to get people over there. I'm I'm just I'm curious as to why we haven't seen the number yet. Maybe there is some arguing behind the scenes between Amazon and the Nielsen people because we saw it was it a couple weeks ago where Amazon came out and said, our numbers show that there's a million more people watching than what Nielsen's numbers show. Oh. That, that's what Amazon that's, said. Well, you can say that all you want. Well, but and they are saying it. Nielsen, that's the whole reason you have to do the Nielsen thing is because they're considered the ones that verify this stuff. Fair I also saw that uh, NFL ratings on the year are down year to year. But they're saying that's misleading because the Thursday night numbers are down. Because the move to Amazon, that's making everything look like it's trending down. Oh, I see. But the Sunday numbers and the Monday numbers are actually up year to year. Well, anyway, I don't, I don't doubt that. I'm sure that they are. But it's still an overall reflection of how that product's doing when you factor in all ways people watch. Back page. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, Mike, a couple of things here. One, we have to give a shout-out to the Ohio State women's basketball team. 82-64 to winners over Boston College yesterday. That was on the road. Uh, so that is a 2-0 start for them. But equally impressive for, I believe, an Ohio State team that now is in the top 10 as of the rankings today. J.C. Sheldon in this game. From Dublin, she has been a mainstay in the backcourt there. She scored 1,000 points as a Buckeye already in her career. She had 11 steals in the game yesterday. 11 steals? 11 steals in the game. Oh, my God. She is, that is a, by the way, that is a record. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. It ties the record previously set by Lisa Klein against UCLA in 1988. That's the most anyone of either gender has ever had in a game in an Ohio State basketball uniform. No one's had more. So congrats to J.C. Sheldon on that. But, man, if you've not watched this team, I keep telling you, the defense is fun. They play a pressing style. It is great to Can see. Can you imagine if she had a baby with Aaron Kraft? <laughs> what type of defensive offspring would pop out there? My God. I don't know, but, like, everybody in the operating room or in the you know delivery room would just all have their wallets missing because they like the kid would just come out and immediately start swiping stuff. But, yeah, their, their defense is fun to watch. And also, I saw this article. I'm just going to read you the headline. It's from Eater. Butter is having a moment. Okay. Let me tell you right now. Butter never stopped having a moment. Yeah, when me. did it go away? I've always been having a butter moment. That's me. I love butter. I like how every once in a while we discover, hey, bacon, good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Never stop being good. Butter, good. Yeah. Carbs, bread, good. Well, maybe not healthy, but delicious. Well, I, I didn't say healthy. De- delicious. Good. All right, Buckeye Roundtable's up next. Monday night football at 8 o'clock. We are back tomorrow. Have a fantastic evening. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on I-71 southbound at Hudson Street. This is north side. It is blocking the right shoulder. Passable with care, but caution is advised in the meantime. You'll also find an accident on the right shoulder of I-70 east side eastbound after Allen Creek Drive. Traffic is bumper to bumper. Please be careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Kickstart the season with dreamy deals at the Black Friday sale. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. Shop in stores or at mattressfirm.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.